Hey guys, and thanks for stopping by the Unmother and Unbother podcast. Unpopular opinions on mother-daughter relationships for the woman looking to go from unmothered to unbothered. I am Precious Detina, childhood trauma survivor and generational curse breaker that decided to release the anger and resentment I had towards my mother through forgiveness so that I could heal old wounds and live a thriving life. I am here to stand in the gap and affirm the feelings of women that feel alone and are made to feel guilty when discussing toxic mother-daughter relationships. As your host, I share stories and actionable steps to help you go from trauma to triumph. This is the Unmother and Unbothered Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to part two of my mother was in a cult. So listen, I'm not going to be long at all. I hope you had a chance to listen to the first part. I tried to give a little gap in there to give people time to listen because it's really about to start getting real. This second part, I don't think it's definitely not the final part. I know there'll at least be a third part, maybe a fourth, but it's really about to start getting real. Listen all the way to the end. It's not long because it was a, I cut it at a really good place. So it's not long. So probably 25 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, something like that. But it's going to get good. So if you need a refresher, head back, listen to the first part, come back here. And uh, I will be posting the third part very, very soon. Talk to you later. We had a second property um, that was like a condo. Um, and my mom had like, because of this woman telling her like all these so-called prophetic things, um, which again, I just want to make it clear. I have no problems with the prophetic. I think it's very, very powerful right. when it's actually operating in the truth, not when it's being used to manipulate people. Right. So like, so when she came, um, when she started being around my mom more, she like got her to basically gut the entire condo um, using a very expensive construction company um, and, and try to remodel it for her, for herself. Um, on top of that, we were doing work on our own house, having like a giant wall built in the front um a a whole pond or something that was supposed to be like a baptismal pool built in the back um all types of remodeling and stuff like that so this is like burning through my mom's money like even down to uh her being how old was I let's see she was either just going into retirement, like about to, or she had already taken her retirement out. Um, and there's like two plans that you could choose. You could either choose like the lump sum of your retirement over five years, or you can pick the life plan where it's a lot less money, but you know, it carries on for the rest of your life. And uh, this woman told her to take the five-year plan. So she like oh is burning God. through her retirement. She took out her 401k, 
took a second on the house um, and is doing all these renovations on our house and, uh, and the condo. And it's weird, it's weird that I know this because, you know, being so young, like what kid even 12, 13 would understand or know all of this stuff. But like Fair. my mom had been signing her checks from very, very young. Like, I was thinking that I was just I was just thinking like how did you even you know did she find this out after how did you even comprehend you know about I mean the plan for retirement so yeah you were pretty advanced just from things your mom had exposed you to already yeah she but she was involving me in this entire process wow. like she was telling me like yeah this is what we're doing and I'm deciding and she was like asking me for advice <laughs> also, what about like, your dad you know like did she ask him or what was he thinking because I mean they are married she did but it got to the point where he's like you know what just leave me on my couch with my tv I don't want no part of this because I guess he had suspicions that this woman was crazy um and it did get to the point where like in order to save their relationship, he started getting involved too. Um, but by the time he got involved, you know, it wasn't his money. It was my mom's. So she was going to still do whatever she wanted to do with it regardless. Right. Um, but it even got down, like my dad had this huge contract, um, job contract that he'd been working on for years and um all he had to do was sign the contract and it was done and they told they told him no they told they told him no and we're like no you can't sign that sign that contract and if you do you're going to be going against god and all of this different stuff and he was like really put you know his back was against the wall in the, in a lot of areas oh um, so the lady and your mom told him don't sign it yeah Oh, wow. And he had been really just working towards this for a while. For a while, yeah. Um, so it was just like she was literally trying to put her claws in every single aspect of the family. Even she got even got to the point where she was like, oh, Amanda needs to start getting on the calls because she's getting older and she needs to learn more about God. And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good over here. So you knew, I mean, from a, just even as young as you were, you, you kind of was looking at your mom, like, what were you thinking about her? You know, watching her kind of go through this. Cause I just imagine someone that was as bright as you were and had, you know, so much life exposure. It's, it, it, it could make you lose respect for your mom, you know? Oh, I totally lost respect for her. A hundred percent, completely lost respect for her. Uh, and I didn't understand, I didn't understand what she was doing. Oh, mind you, because like now she's moving into like her retirement. They allowed her to work from home. So instead of using this time before this woman came around, my mom had always like psyched me up for the time that, um, that she was going to retire because we were supposed to travel. So, um, she always, the, I didn't want to be homeschooled, but she was like, 
don't you realize if you're homeschooled, like we, we can travel. So she was talking about going to Italy, Japan, having me pick out all types of places. Cause like, you know, that's just the lifestyle that we were in at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here, this woman come along and she just like dove head first into her. Mm. It was like the mixture of an affair and a drug addict. Oh, that's good. That's good. That paints a really good picture because anybody who's had to deal with someone on, we, we pretty much, you know, love a lot. We know love, you know, in different ways. Not everybody knows how it feels to deal with a drug addict, but you can imagine the addiction and the, the need and the withdrawal and the, it makes you do things you don't, you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. That's- yeah. And so just imagine like this woman kind of being like a Jesus pimp. Oh, like, shoot. <laughs> I know it sounds, it's like the weirdest thing, but that's the only way I can describe it is just yeah. like, like she's using Jesus to pimp out all these people and literally, like literally pimp them out. Like these people are giving her throughout all this time, they're giving her thousands of dollars thousands and I had record of all of all of this um happening at least from my mom so I was pissed and then on top of that I always had like a very high level discernment like if I'm not cool with you like I'm not coming close I'm good um and I was always able to kind of pick out like who people were from a very young age and I just didn't have um it I I guess you could liken it to like anxiety like when you start going into an anxiety attack like your heart starts racing and you become like kind of short of breath and um I realized that those like beginning signs were the beginning signs of like I was in danger or like this isn't a good situation mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. your spirit kind of was reacting honey my spirit was reacting my spidey senses were tingling going <laughs> it was going off and it would go off every time that I was around her but I was like forced to be around them but for some reason I always denied until my mom like would make me do it would make me be a part of the bible studies or make me be a part of all this different stuff which is I hated it but I gained a lot of information let me tell you (laughs) I gave so much information and I kind of just learned to, um, to gather and stay quiet. Um, so, so let's see, where are we? Okay. So she, my mom done bought the Escalade. She's doing all this work to our properties. Um, she's also driving, about how far is that it's about an hour or so every morning to pick up this woman's daughter from school and then drive her 
to school every day, there and back. Even though she bought the mother Escalade. Yeah, because mama don't leave the house. What? What she need an Escalade? Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm gonna mute. Let me mute myself. What she need an Escalade for? <laughs> if you ain't never leaving the house. Uh, yeah. That part. Don't never leave the house. My mom's buying her groceries. Mind you, they're still living at their, at her son's house. Buying her groceries. Going, um, bought the Escalade. The daughter's in high school. So my mom's driving all the way out, like an hour away. We live 15 minutes away from the school, but my mom will drive an hour to pick her up, go to the school, um, and then drop her back off at home at the end of the day. Um, and then the girl gets to a certain age um, to where she can get her license and my mom buys her a car. And I'm with her. Whoa. I'm with them. Like we're hanging. We're kind of like hanging out because I'm homeschooled. So like she's the only person I get to see um, so I'm just, you know, she's older than me. She's kind of not involved. So I kind of like latched onto her and she was teaching me about like hip hop and fashion and like all these different things that I hadn't been exposed to before. Um, so I was like, okay, this person is cool. So now it's time for her to go get a car. Um, and we're looking at certain cars. She's about to get something brand new, whatever. Next thing I know, we up in Beverly Hills buying homegirl convertible Mercedes for her first car. Um, that part. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that part. And yes, she did go home with that car. And yes, my mom is paying off the notes for that car. Uh, so she, she has this car then next thing I know, I think that we're looking at another property for us to live in. Um, so we're up in like, up by the beach, like where the pier is and Hello? Oh, you're on mute. Mute. mute you did mute yeah it's cool can you um, hear me? okay i can hear you did i accidentally mute myself yeah yeah the last thing that um we heard was you were up and by the by the water or by the beach okay sorry about that so okay. yeah next next thing i know um i think that she's trying to um that we're about to get another property um, but so we're out like up by the beach, like famous by the famous pier up in Malibu where all like nice houses are and everything. Um, little did I know that she's actually trying to buy a condo for this woman and, um, and she sets it up like to the point where if you were to probably, if you were to Google her name now, 
it would still come up as that being one of her previous residences, but we never lived there. And it was like this beautiful um, apartment at the top overlooking the water um, that this woman and her daughter were allowed, that were allowed to live in. My mom's name was on the apartment and she was paying it. Um, And not only paying it, paying for it, but paying for all the furniture in the apartment. And of course, she, this woman did not want no Rent-A-Center, Ashley Furniture. Like we were going to the most expensive furniture stores in Los Angeles getting thousands of dollars worth of furniture. Um, And this is still your mom's retirement money. Yeah, still her retirement money. Um, so like, what's okay? So yeah, it's still her, still her retirement money. But again, I'm not, I'm being homeschooled, so it's not like they have to pay a tuition. Um, so like, we're we're kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. things are things are just weird but like we're still able to take part in the amenities and it still kind of feels like we're living this lifestyle like from me my mom and my dad's perspective don't ask me I don't know why my dad allowed any of this but I think from his perspective like it was it was all her money so so knowing my mom or just black moms in general, you ain't going to tell me what I'm about to do with my money. Right. So <laughs> yeah. right. Right. if I want to give it to this woman and I believe that, you know, she's sent from God, I'm going to give her my money, period. Um, so I think that's kind of where it was coming from. Um, so now this woman is trying to uh, kind of separate us. Hold on one second. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um so okay so now um they have they have two cars whole brand new low-key penthouse apartment um on the water and my mom you think this would be enough all this stuff that she's purchased, but, um, she, she's also like buying groceries. So we go grocery shopping for them every week or so. Um, and I think this was my mom's last, last real business trip. I don't think she was completely retired at this point. Um, but it was her last real business trip. And me and my dad had gone to see a movie. Um, It was like some action film with Denzel. And when we had just finished seeing it when my mom came home from the airport Um, and me and my dad were super excited. And I was like, mom, you have to see this movie. It's awesome. And this thing went boom. And the other thing went 
And like, I was just, you know, kind of nerding out on the movie. And my mom was just like, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like what, what, like what happened? Um, I think I was about 12 at this point. And um, she's like, uh, we have to go to this lady's house because um, I have to go buy her groceries. So we're like, okay, cool. Uh, we want to go swimming anyway. So like um, we go and get the groceries and everything. And me and my dad are going swimming and my mom is just like watching us um, like Hawkeye. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. Me and my dad having fun, splashing, whatever. He's throwing me in the water, that kind of thing. Um, And my mom is just upset. And then she leaves and like goes upstairs and, um, and they have a conversation. We go home. My mom's still pissed off. And she makes me go over to this lady's house um, a couple of days later. And, um, and I guess there was, for some reason, there was like some more groceries that we had to get. But anyways, um, we're putting stuff up and, um, and the woman comes and asks me, she was like, why do you hate your mother so much? I'm like, what? and I was like what yeah exactly like what what are you talking about um and she was like she was like why do you hate your mother like you you just um you're always having an attitude when you talk to her and I was like because she's mean now what do you mean but like she's not the same person she doesn't treat me like she used to and they're like you know what I buy you everything and I take you and I'm to do this and that and I'm like but it's not the same like you're not the same person and um, your mom was there too it wasn't just you and the lady no my mom was there too okay yeah and my mom my mom was like furious like lips all pursed up oh, wow. pissed off and well, may I ask is this lady black or white or other she Mississippi black Miss this some um, deep south Mississippi voodoo type crazy type stuff like the way that she was manipulating all these people so she goes um she says to my mom or says to me uh you know well why do you hate her and I was like because she you know um because she she's not the same like she's mean to me and um and like my dad just treats me better like he understands me and you know when I was going back to this one incident I was like when my mom would try to play with me it just makes me feel uncomfortable and um sorry it would make me feel uncomfortable like the way that she would try to roughhouse me like she said something one day um I guess trying to mimic the way me and my dad had played because me and my dad he was like oh I'm gonna get you I'm gonna mess you up blah 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 blah. but when my mom tried to mimic that word for word she said stop playing I'm gonna or I'm gonna dig your breast out and I'm like 
the hell? What are you talking about? I don't know what that means. (laughs) Like, what is, why would you, why would that even come out of your mouth? Ever. Ever. Especially as a woman. Like, why would you even say that? And it just like, it just, it just made me completely uncomfortable. And I was just like, I don't want no parts of this woman this situation let me just step back and and but I still tried to have I just thought like okay well maybe that was just an issue that she had or um she just messed up but you know still my mom let's let's still try to be cool I'm gonna try to show her some stuff that I'm interested in maybe that would help no nothing helped so you know it was just shut down after shut down after shut down all right I'm good so when I explained that and I was just genuinely trying to explain it and this it was like a light bulb went off in this woman's head and she goes well doesn't your dad play with you like that and I was like yeah but it's different and it, it just happened so fast. But basically what happened is that they took, they completely forgot about my uncomfortability of what my mom did or said, took that one sentence and flipped it into making me believe that my dad had molested and raped me. <gasps> okay guys, that was another episode. Um, listen, if you enjoyed that, please rate and review on iTunes. I would really appreciate it. It would help to make my show more visible. And we know I just want to help more and more and more people. If you want to drop me a line, if you would like to be a guest, if you know someone who would like to be a guest, or if you just have something you want me to know, email me at unmotheredunbothered at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at unmotheredunbotheredpodcast on Facebook at the Unmothered and Unbothered Podcast and on Twitter at Podcast Presh, P-R-E-S-H. I also have a website, just some stuff about me, a little background info, you know what I'm saying? At PreciousDetina.com, D-E-T-I-N-A. No spaces, no underscores, all together. All right, I hope you check back in with me soon.